Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite little podcast where four good old friends. We sit down at a table and we start talking about all kinds of geeky topics. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about movies. Today, we're talking about some birthdays. Birthdays. Some birthdays. Uh, Darren and myself, our birthdays were this week. Uh, Darren on the 10th, mine uh, on the 13th. And uh, we we celebrated the, I don't know, do, do we want to say how old we are? Yeah, yeah, well, do, yeah, we can. Do we? Yeah. Are you ashamed of how old you are? Yeah, well, I would be. I am. I, I'm an old man. All right. All right, so <laughs> we celebrated our 29th. We're not spring chickens anymore. No. You're not, you haven't hit the three zero. But it, yeah, it was our last one, birthday in the 20s. Yeah. That's true. And I can That's tell true. you that the day before my 30th next year, I'm going to celebrate it from my last day in the 20s and then into the full day of... Uh, oh, so you're going to so, Wow. So you're just going to be drunk all day? 48-hour party? I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of Star Wars mar- Star Wars marathon. That's what we should do. Anyway, It'll yes. on Blu-ray. Yes. Well, God. Oh, it's going to be so sweet. But yeah, we had we had some fun. Um, had some cake. Yeah. I, had, I had a Harry Potter cake. That was fun. Saw it. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Andrew and Derek are already 30 plus, no, so... I'm no, I'm not. I'm 29 not. still. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just closer to the inevitable. Until, until... November. There you go. No, you're further from the inevitable, because you're... Oh, no, you turned 30. I turned 30 I this know. year, and yeah. I am... I, I, knew, am I, knew, I knew you were ahead of us. I, I'm close. I'm just not there yet. How's that impending doom? I like, the, I like the look on his face. He's like... I, I'm not happy about it's this. It's just a number. Again. No, you don't understand. Because there was a lot of things, and I, I think we've all had similar goals to reach <laughs> before we hit the big 3 L. And we're and we're utter failures because we haven't reached those goals. Hey, hey, we've got a podcast. Well, we have a, I, I wouldn't say failures because we are doing something productive, but certainly I've kind of thrown details into that, you know, the goal. Okay, for your 30th, would it be counterproductive if I got you a Green Lantern coffin? <laughs> like, wow! Is that, is that like a green plexiglass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Well, is it see-through? Because then that's creepy. It'd be creepy. It, it places your hand up with the rain on, like so from the grave. So your hand sticking <laughs> out of the grave, sticking out of the grave. <laughs> Joy. That would be awesome. Uh, I. Uh, all right, moving on. Moving on from coffins. Well, I mean, I mean, like what. I mean, on the on the on the list that Drew mentioned, like, yeah, yeah. was there something that you know? Is there something that you guys you guys have a year left? This is a depressing. Do you really want us to go into all the things that we want to? No, I, I just want yeah, one yeah. thing. I was like, you know, is there something like you know, if there was one thing that you could do before you turn thirty that you want to do? Well, I think we all have the same goal, right? Did we? Do we all have the similar goal? Because I, I think we all kind of did. Well, why don't you just mention pop, it? Papa Sean to the comic book industry. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. to have a book ready for published. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, not, yeah. not published. Just have something done, like a book done for before you're thirty. I, I would independent publish if I if I couldn't get it published through somebody else. Well, so you want you want something published? Yeah, I, I, I would have like going into my twenties. By the end of, by the end of the, my twenties, I would have liked to have something published. Yeah, that was kind of the goal that I had. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's the same for me. But you want to hear, I, I came up with this great concept, but it's not going to work out for you guys. <laughs> it would work out for me, where I don't have to have it by the time I'm 30, but the next Comic-Con when I'm 30. So that gives me an extra couple of months. Oh, okay, okay. But, you, got, you better get cracking, sir. Well, I got the script done. It's just fucking sitting Is this down. the one that you talked to me about a I, while ago? I, talked, I think I've talked to everybody about it. Okay, okay. It's Drew's secret. It is yeah, secret, a project. Project. secret project. Secret, can't can't mention any details yet, but 
Yeah, it might, might show up one day on uh, on the site. That's that's the <laughs> overall goal. And, and it won't be mentioned. It'll just be available one it'll day. It'll just be bam. We're here. Yeah, yep. bam. Well, despite what we haven't done, what we did get this year, I got I I got a couple geeky items. My Amazon wish list is full of um, just geek stuff front to back. I'm eight pages of comic books, movies, uh, Hello Kitty, you know, personal back massager. Um, Wow! But uh, the the geekiest thing this year I got from my sister. It's a Boba Fett uh, alarm clock lamp. Does it shoot you in the face? It's the MP3 lamps, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you plug your MP3 into yeah. it. No. Slightly deceptive, um, but still neat. I, I well, can, it's a Boba Fett. Would you expect him to be honest? He's <laughs> a freaking bounty hunter. Sure. As long as it doesn't disintegrate me, then I guess I can call it a win-win. Do you, do you wake up every morning like, Boba Fett? <laughs> Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. He moves while you're sleeping. <laughs> um, and I got, you know, a handful of comics. <laughs> It was actually real sweet. Um, my mom went to a comic book shop, which she only goes to twice a year, my birthday and Christmas. <laughs> and she asked if they had any comic book wrapping paper. Well, the shop, um, SoCal Comics, they're, uh, they're like, no, but here. They, and she gave, uh, they gave her a couple of $1 comics from the bin. Go ahead and use these. It's like a, a, a variant um, and old Marvel... On um, the space night. Yeah, like that stuff. It was kind of sweet because she didn't have the heart to tear it up to wrap my presents with. So she wrapped them with normal paper and just taped on a comic book on top. It was so sweet. She, she was honoring the... the... Yeah, yeah she, she was honoring the, the, the comic books. Yeah. She probably should just bag and forth her gift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what, what did you get? Well, I mean, I saw what you got. Yeah, you got well, why, don't you, why don't you hit the geek hi- highlight reel? Yes, okay, well, well Anthony um, honored me with... Pretty much like a Judge Dread painted Nerf gun. It's, this thing was like bloody and uh, had uh, gradients of silver and red on it. It's known as uh, Mercy. 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 Mercy, which which uh, it's supposed to be a pun. It's what I, I gathered it as. No, it's just yeah. badass. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I got the gun from Ant. Um, I got the Have You Seen This Wizard shirt with Sirius Black on it. That was awesome. Um... My buddy Sean from the San Diego Star Wars Society, he uh, he gave me the Blu-ray release um, of Episode One toy. Uh, they're having toys to go with the release. Okay, so I'm so confused. Of they are. Is, is this like they're are they HD toys or no no no? These are toys. They look that almost real. These are toys that commemorate the Blu-ray release. Okay, but there's nothing like as I was trying to imagine this. Like when you said the Blu-ray toys, I was like, man, they they probably have like real hair or something like better textures you look like you could touch them really yeah, yeah. like you could you almost reach out and touch but them but that would be Liam Nelson and oh my god <laughs> so he gave me the episode one uh, uh, set because everybody knows in the club oh, I love episode one but, but what, did, what did the box say because that was the funniest thing um, Blu-ray not included oh yeah yeah at the top <laughs> at the top it says Blu-ray not included not to be confused I thought that was funny it so, is funny because it's definitely something people would be like Where's my Blu-ray? Yeah. yeah. So I got that. I got um, the uh, Game of Thrones first four book box set, uh, which I'm looking forward to. Um, a buddy of mine, Jeremy, who knows how much I love Superman, gave yeah. me the Superman All-Star trade paperback. Oh, so you read it already? I'm going to use it for firewood if I get cold here. Okay. Yeah, in... in- Southern California, because you're going to get cold. <laughs> no, no. That, that's a, that's a very well 
That's a very well-respected book. You should yeah. at least give it one read. Yeah, okay. I, I promise, Jeremy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it once. Okay. And then I may never touch the book again. Um, he also got me the Terry Goodkind, um, the first book in the series for the Sword of Truth. Um, and then I got a, an amazing uh, beginner set of Copic markers and fine pens. Oh, um, nice gray tone set. Yeah, it was a nice, nice, uh, cool gray, which I'm looking that. forward to abusing and hopefully implementing in my monthly render. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a good birthday, good times, good company, good friends. Had uh, awesome. some, some food, went out, had a good yeah, time. We, uh, we celebrated Scottish style at the Irish restaurant. Scottish style at the Irish restaurant. We are layered. Yeah, I'm layered. Scottish. Yes. Which, by the way, the uh, proof is on the Facebook. Yeah, if you haven't seen it already. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Drew, uh, Derek, like, you know, what, 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 what would you say is maybe um, uh, a highlight geek gift that you've gotten in the past? I think I mentioned it before. It was, uh, I think, I'm trying to remember how old I was. It was back when Wildcats was being made, and Jim Lee was signing at the Wild, you know, the comic book store. Mm-hmm. Did I, did I, I think I've already mentioned this before. Um, not on a podcast that was aired. All right, not on a podcast that was aired. Okay. Nah. Uh, essentially, uh, Jim Lee was signing at my local comic shop, and it was on my birthday. And I begged and pleaded with my mother that I wanted to go, and she said, no, you can't go because you have a party and you have guests coming over. <laughs> and I was heartbroken. And then my best friend, Josh, he calls me up and he's like, yeah, I- I'm going to be late. And I don't know how, how when I'm going to be there. And I'm like, and I got really bummed. I like was really upset because I'm like, my best bud's not coming now. What am I going to do? So he shows up like, you know, not too late. Let's say like 15 minutes later. He's like, here's your birthday present. And I'm like, what is it? You know, Wildcats number two, which wasn't out yet, signed Jim Lee. Nice. And a nice silver pen. Paint pen? Paint pen. Still a little tacky? Mm. <laughs> no, it, it was fully dried. Okay. <laughs> I hate it when they get messed up. Um, yeah, we can we all see Planet of the Apes later. <laughs> not, not a fan of the paint pens. Yeah, they, they, they're they useful After your places, ordeal. The 40-minute dry time that we yeah. have with paint pens. So where is that book now? Is it like mounted? Like, um, no, I think during the transition of a move, it was lost. No, I hate that. Oh, this is a happy story turned sad. No. Well, yeah. Quick, Derek, pick it up. Yeah, pick it up. What's your uh, happiest <laughs> geeky... Well, I mean, I mean uh, in in recent years... Now, uh, one of my more recent gifts um, that I, I love, uh, a friend of mine got me a a, um, a 20-sided critical hit die. And when it lands on 20, it lights up. Oh, I saw that. That it was, was so cool. much fun. I've used it in games, and it's actually one for me. It's great. It'd be disappointing to use that and just never crit. I know. I know. It's the first time I used it, I crit out of that. That's I was like, true. Yes! That's true. It's like, oh, my God, it's rigged. See, that, 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 to me, almost cries foul. Like, that yeah, yeah, the first time, we're like, wait a minute. Yeah, I think, I think that does. Yeah, I used it plenty of times after, and it's, it's failed. It's, it's weird. Because suspectedly... With a, a little, you know, bulb right. and battery inside, you have to assume the weight is off, and thus it, it can't. It can't. No be one truly... told me I was not allowed to use it. At no, the no, we, we we did that. I, I actually want. It's not weighted though. I, I want to see this go on further with the sound effect, so you have the wah 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 noise when you get a one. Like, wah, 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 oh god, wah. that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Or if you could customize your own failure sound. Yeah. Yeah, you can go. You have like a recordable yeah. thing on it, so you can say like. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I would do Admiral Akbar's "It's a Trap." Yeah, like it's a trap. So that would do. 
I would want to record one of the old uh, fail charts that you had. Oh, yes. The, the Iron Crown Arms Law and Claw Law Supplement. Yeah. Yes, that is... is yeah. Oh, oh, you hacked <laughs> off your arm. Next time, try to do a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or just like the regular, the, the weird nonsense. Like, oh, you tripped and fell. You know, roll two d four. You know, it's like two d four rounds and plus plus four, and you're blacked out. Yeah, exactly. Helpless. And it's your like, ego is stunned for you know yeah. three days. Yeah, it's just like it, it's a guaranteed like okay, your character's dead. You know, it's it's like you stabbed yourself in the eye. You should probably think about being a pirate now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was a good birthday. No, it was, it, was, it was a good birthday. Um, at this point, my family knows me well enough that uh, I really don't get um, presents that I'm not really interested in. It's you don't usually, get underwear and socks anymore. No, it's, it's usually a, a, a geeky birthday in, in Christmas, especially since I got the wish list. I recommend everyone getting an Amazon wish list for your family because it makes it a lot easier to, to get essentially what you want and spare yourself any disappointment. And I got shit for it when I started. But now who has a wish list, huh? I've had a wish list. Yeah. I just don't have $40 Levi jeans on my wish list. Hey, I want to look good. <laughs> my ass looks good and $40 what? Levi. What? Why does that not make sense to put on a wish list? I want jeans. I want jeans. Yeah, yeah. I Levi's want jeans too. I want $40 Levi Levi's jeans of this special brand. Hey, or those are cheap in the jean world. I want seven. That is cheap in the jean yeah. world. I, I spend like 12 bucks on my jeans. Well, and how many of them do you go through? I don't go through. I have Wranglers. They're, they're good. $12 Wranglers? Wranglers aren't $12. It's called Walmart, sir. It's called Walmart. What's the Wrangler slogan? What's the old Wrangler slogan? You got a pretty that's, mouth. That's, that's, that's right. But what, I, I can't quit you. <laughs> Get a rope. Get a rope. New York City. Yeah, that really chops my eye. <laughs> There's a snake in my boots. <laughs> did you did you just implement an uh, uh, an El Paso uh, salsa? Yeah, yeah, and then I went to yeah, Woody yeah, from yeah, Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, obviously much funnier. Anything I can get my hands on. You're so point. replacing your Wranglers with that. <laughs> There's a snake in my boots. <laughs> Somebody's poison the, the water hole. <laughs> you guys suck. That's awesome. Jeans are expensive. Okay. <laughs> Especially size 22. Yeah. I actually have to get them custom. Yeah, yeah. I saw the sizing on yours. Go to hell, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. It's coming up again. Um, so, big news right now happening in the comic book world. You say in ultimate news, right? In ultimate news happening in the comic book world right now. <laughs> Damn it. I've been getting that scowl like all fucking weekend. It's, all week, God, it's your all week. It's been nothing but puns with you. It's the mustache. That's what's going on. I'm just trying something new. Um, ultimate news in the comic book world right now is the death of Spider-Man, and now the new Spider-Man has been revealed. And revealed maybe about two weeks ago at this point. But this is kind of the first time that we could really uh, get to it, and you know just kind of reflect amongst each other um, how we feel about this. So, the new Spider-Man is a young teenager named Miles Morales. And it's big news, essentially, because he is a black, Hispanic um, character who... Um, some similarities with Peter. Um, he's a science nerd. He's, um, and, you know, another 
native. Uh, he's in, he's from Brooklyn as um, as Peter was from Queens. But I'm, I'm wondering, is all of this controversy that is built up really necessarily deserved? You know, like if if you're gonna kill Peter Parker, which is big news in itself, and that's a controversy in itself. I think really you only you only get away with it because it's the ultimate universe, and the ultimate universe has kind of been always where you know the things that you could never do in the main six one six. That's where they'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're gonna kill Peter, well, who's to say you can't have you know a black Chinese Hispanic Indian anybody take up that mantle. You know, it's... And, and I think that's what's... I mean, from what I've read, that's what's going on. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know... I mean, this kid, witnessed, he's been in New York all his life, witnessed Spider-Man's demise, and was inspired to take on the mantle. <clears throat> well, I think that that's... The, the similarities in, in his beginnings, because it's, it's also been stated that his... Uh, the way he's going to get his powers is going to be very similar to Peter. And, but the powers are going to be a little bit different. I would like... The, the, the transition does not bother me. What bothers me is I would want his origin story to be separated. To really be, like, different. Not similar, but really different. Yeah, to he, make him a, like a valid character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because I think... And not copy from Peter, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think it's okay. I think it's right in the coattails of, of Peter Parker's popularity and transitioning it onto the new Spider-Man while it's not really him coming into his own. Yes, he can be completely influenced by Peter Parker and how... Well, that would be a given. I mean, if you, you get, I have spider powers, who am I going to emulate? Yeah, 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 the yeah. other spider powers. That's, that's a given. Yeah. yeah. And they say that throughout the series that Mary Jane and Aunt May are going to kind of give him nuggets of wisdom. And, and I think Gwen Stacy, too, is, that was also mentioned. Yes. So, and, and I'm cool with all that. I just would like to see him come up on his own. And, and even uh, to take this opportunity to uh, in a 21st century way for him to get his powers that way not just bitten by a radioactive spider yeah like I think that does kind of seem a bit cheap I mean if that's how it goes down um, then then yes it would be really weird if he's bit by a spider I mean that's I mean, really, that's just bad storytelling. You've yeah. already done that story. Yeah. yeah. You you need to get hit by you know a gamma spider yeah. or you know like, with, no like I mean, a, just, a, I, I, a spider I, activated laser beam or something. Spider activated laser beam. Yeah. The spiders on the end of that laser go. Yeah. I'll get you. <laughs> Son of a. Well, I mean, and and given given uh, the amount of scientific testing that we've done in this day and age, and having to uh, emulate. Um, the chemical makeups of and filling in those gaps that we have to fight off certain diseases or to you yeah, know he could try to kill like uh, or cure uh, Alzheimer's and then he could become like a smart spider and then the smart spider I could saw like, I saw this train wreck coming like the moment I <laughs> yeah the no, it, uh, Spider Island right oh wait that's another that's the main uh, calm universe. down you better explain what you just did. <laughs> Brought it back to another Spider Man. Drew hates Deep Blue Sea and now Rise of no, no. the Apes. I okay. love Deep Blue Sea to no end. <laughs> I actually almost bought that the other night in Blu ray. Drew loves the water, hates land. With the land. Wait, too. Drew loves sharks, hates. Monkeys? No, I suck it. Wait. <laughs> okay. let, me, let me preface this because uh, I saw another trailer for Rise of the Planet of the Apes and it looked fucking awesome. And it wasn't where they're just like, we're trying to cure Alzheimer's. And all of a sudden, you have like raging monkeys everywhere. It was you, like they had a storyline in this trailer. And I'm like, oh my god, 
this action looks kind of cool. You never saw the story for this trailer? Well, I saw the first trailer. There's trailer one and trailer two. Trailer two is fantastic. Yeah, it is. It was like something where I was like on the edge of my seat, just like, oh my god, I have to see this movie now. Yeah, but, but your first assessment was that Rise of the Planet of the Apes was based on... Well, no, Blue it's Blue the Sea. same storyline as Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. It is, in, right. in turn. Yeah. Except, you know, re-wheeled, you know, smoke grenades that make monkeys fart. On to Miles. Anyways, yeah. on to Miles. <laughs> so There's one letter off of Peter Parker, by the way. Lemon O.P. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean the, the name fits uh, Marvel's uh, connection where they like to have... The first letter. First, first letter. And, and there's, and there's a lot of characters. I mean, it's not consistent, but a lot of characters, other mm-hmm. characters um, have had the same thing. Um, I, I heard it was a nice I heard, Stan, yeah, I heard Stan Lee say once that he did it so he could remember all the characters' names. Because if he could remember one, then he at least knew the letter that the other name began with. Yeah. Which I could see that being... Yeah. 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 It's, it, it, it's a smart it, it, way to remember. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think the, 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 the change is good. Um, it, I, to me, the as much hype as it's getting, it bothers me a little bit because it makes me feel like all the other... Efforts that Marvel has made to be inclusive kind of really weren't that much. Uh, you know, case in point, I mean, Colossus. Um, I mean, he's from a different culture. Yeah, um, uh, yeah they've North had stars Canadian. Yeah, I mean, they, they, there's been gay, tons gay, of gay. there's been tons of minorities and other cultures yes. in. So the fact, no, yeah, like Marvel is not lacking in diversity. No, no not at all. No. I mean, um, there's been a bunch of different nationalities for a long time. Um, and there's even, you know, a good handful of gay characters uh, amongst the fact that the X-Men alone have been um, considered a metaphor for civil rights for, um, mm-hmm. you know, blacks uh, at the time of their release and gays in the modern world. Um, like, it's they, they don't shy away from, you know, trying to be diverse. culturally yeah, yeah. diverse. I think really kind of what uh, has gotten some people... Upset is perhaps simply the fact that he's um, he's black Hispanic, and well, it's, it's it breaks the archetype that Peter Parker's had for so many decades. Well, the main thing that I've that I've read as far as you know um, a negative response to this has been speaking to Marvel. It's like if you want to introduce a multiracial character, make a new hero. Yeah. Don't. And I do kind of agree with that. I. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially if this character is going to be, yes, new powers, but very similar to Peter's. It's just like, well, you had to be similar because you're calling yourself Spider-Man, so you had to have spider powers. And how many spider powers could you really have? Well, there's tons of different spider. Dude, give him poison powers. That'd be kind of hip. Okay, so poison powers. <laughs> I mean, I'd kind of like that'd that. That'd be a poison powers. Yeah, that'd be a poison powers. All right, I mean, well, I, 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 th- I think that. Part of its impact, but I don't agree with the hype, is the fact that it's one of Marvel's major flagship characters. With that, I just also feel like like Magneto's from Germany kind of downplays his origin as well. You know, like, it's... It just seems too much. Yes, awesome. He's, He's part black part Hispanic, speaking to the multicultural homes and the uh, the, the multifamily kind of uh, units that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, kids coming from multiple marriages, and that's kind of, that is an increase in our society today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I just think it's 
it's overblown. It's too much. It's, like the media has made it too. Yeah, the media has made it more than than what it is. It's a great move, and I'm proud of Marvel for doing it. All right, let's see what happens. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's that's always what you have to say for all this. We said it for the, the, the new Fifty Two. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on what Derek said. Is that you know if you're gonna make uh, if your purpose if Marvel's purpose was to make another main um, you know character that essentially wasn't white because the the majority of, of characters are still white um, but if that was your purpose to make a new diversity character then it does seem um, maybe not the best thing to do to take essentially what's been known to be a white character and just insert a new nationality into him. I would agree that if you, if that was your purpose to make a new diverse character, make him his own character with his own, you know, background and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But with, with that aside, um, I mean, Brian Michael Bendis, who's written ultimate Spider-Man from the beginning. And he's written, um, he's written every single ultimate Car- ultimate Spider-Man book and continues to write, uh, for the re-release of the Ultimate Spider-Man when it comes back around at one, he's doing all of this. So, I mean, if you've liked Ultimate Spider-Man to this point, you just have to trust that regardless of whatever this looks like now, mm-hmm. you're still gonna like it because it's the same writer yeah. and he's been putting out that good, good shit up up until now, and he will be continuing. Yeah, it's yeah, the same I mean, vision. Yeah, in my own personal point of view, um, in regards to this, is like, I mean, if they were, I mean, they're going to continue an Ultimate Spider-Man. There's going to be another yeah, Spider-Man. It, it so, remembers, like, uh, I believe, next month. Yeah, October. I mean, it's like, so why can't, you know, why does, you know, why would another Spider-Man have to be white? Why can't... That's true. That's that flip side. Why? Yeah. I mean, it's just like... I mean, and honestly, like... I mean, in a place like New York... I mean, anyone inspired by... By the the, the symbol of Spider-Man... Why... You know, why couldn't any nationality there... And really, Spider-Man... Spider-Man in a full-body costume... Who's to say anybody knew he was white in the first place? Exactly. Like, in, in that universe... A little black kid, a little Hispanic kid, like any child could look up to Spider-Man and think, you know, that could be me behind that mask. Mm -hmm. You know, because he's not, he's not Captain America. He's not... Where did he sign in the Civil War? Uh, Spider-Man? Yeah. He started... Well, he was for the registration... Yeah, yeah he was for the registration. Then he he revealed, but now he's just making things complicated because that's I different. Know. That's <laughs> what he revealed his identity. I'm but that's sorry. A, that's the main universe. That's not the ultimate universe. Oh, okay. Well, I think I think one thing, and what? that all got redacted in Brand New Day. Redacted, really? Yeah. Okay. One thing though, I guess one thing that is maybe a little <laughs> bit disappointing, and I understand, and I understand the reason behind it, is okay. The new Spider-Man happens to be in the same city. Well, of course, that's the city that you're going to be influenced by. Once Spider-Man dies, people want to pick up the mantle. I think it m- may have been a little bit more interesting to see him in a new environment. It, like, it, yeah, it, this is this is something to be said too because you know what this reminds me of. You know, personally, and we all know the superhero. We had Superman die, yeah, mm-hmm. and then we had Steel show up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, Steel is cool now. Like, I read the 52, like, and he was really, I was like, wow, Steel has a really, you know, fleshed out character. Once he shook all the Shackness off him. <laughs> <laughs> poor Shaq. But, you know. Really it, poor Shaq? Poor, I no. say poor me. Poor you? <laughs> I watched it. But Shaq it's like, I awesome. suffered. Shaq versus, come on. Anyways. Shaq Fu? But it just, that, that was the thing to me, is when I saw Spider-Man die, like, and I saw the issue, it was the black cover with the red thing, I'm like, are we just going to do, you know, Death of Superman? A bunch of Spider-Man show up? Yeah, like, you know, Cyborg Spider-Man, and then the Green Lantern, I mean, sorry, the uh, Deadpool Corps is going to have to deal with Cyber Spider-Man. And... Well, I, I just, you know, I think it would have been a, 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 an interesting story to have this new Spider-Man in a new, in a new element, yeah. a new city, a new... Uh, I see. I see where you're going, but to me, Spider-Man's always kind of been the heart of New York. True. So then to take Spider-Man out of New York kind of feels really foreign. But it at least would, if you had it in a different city, it almost resembles the impact that Spider had. That Spider-Man had. You know, if, if Spider-Man affects, yeah, his his web is further than just New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think his influence spans on an internet. Well, okay, maybe. Not well, in a comic nationally. Books. No, yeah, on a national because Spider-Man the movie itself. Did no, yeah, really I mean, well yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the Spider-Man character is known internationally. Yeah, but throughout in, the world. in the comic book universe, though, I think on a national level, I think Spider-Man would be would be known. And so, I think to you know maybe put it out there that it could have been in a different city. I think that would be a good leap, or at least you know a testing ground yeah, for Marvel. Give Detroit something. I mean, I mean, you notice how <laughs> I it's almost Detroit had it. Well, it's yeah, almost Robocop. East Coast, West Coast, <laughs> and very little superheroes in the middle. Yeah, but what's really in the middle? Well, did they have uh, East Lake Avengers at one point in time? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just saying that would have been an interesting move. I honestly think that. Um, if you took Spider-Man and... Or if you take the new Spider-Man, the Miles Morales Spider-Man, mm-hmm. put him in a new city, then, like, it, you need well, you need people to come along with him. Like, you need somebody else to help fill all that out to make well, the connection. Mary Jane distressed, doesn't want to be in New York anymore because it yeah, brings back too many do, memories. Do you transplant Mary Jane, Gwen Stacy, and Aunt May to Detroit? Well, I mean, and this is, this is, is the other I, thing. I mean, this, is, this is the other thing. Like, say you do do that, yeah. and... You know, all of a sudden, where she ends up, oh, there's this kid with spider power. You know, it's just like, it, it just or, gets, it or, gets a little... Or, better yet, a kid with spider power shows up in another city, and she's like, is Peter really dead? Well, they know, like, <laughs> according to the article that, that Darren read, they know who the new Spider-Man is, so they wouldn't be confused. Well, no, I'm saying, this is a different story. I'm pitching you a story here. The story oh, okay, basically okay. is, you have a kid with spider powers. If you're Mary Jane, Peter Parker just died. Yeah. And a kid with spider power shows up in some other city. Wouldn't you be, like, a little bit curious enough to at least make a vacay out? Well, him? they did clone him. Maybe she was dating a clone all the while. Maybe she was a clone. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sin- or Sinister? We do the whole clone thing now. I mean, there's a, there's a million and a half, you know, ways you could go with it. Yeah. But and I, no, go ahead, go ahead. I just think that would be, like what Darren said, I think it might be a little bit interesting. It's a bold move for sure. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, I think it's safer to keep them in New York. Not to mention, like Marvel is is a company that's based, uh, you know, all their all their heroes pretty much around New York. Yeah. Well, and I guess I guess that uh, resembles the thing I, I find wrong in this decision. They're going with all the safe methods, similar origin stories, um, similar powers, but a little bit different. Um, and it's just not taking you know the same city, 
just not taking those leaps and bounds well, I mean, that, that it could go. Well, the thing is, honestly, like, I mean, they've done this one thing. They've just changed the race, and they've gotten huge negative response. So for them to well, take him out of New York would be another thing for them to... I yeah, mean, but, I mean, they I think they started at the top of that list of things that would build controversy. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if Spider-Man left New York, that would probably be second to changing his nationality. Yeah. So, but, um, I mean, the only thing the only thing about it, and, I, I mean, again, I have to wait till the, you know, storyline well, is Well, yeah, and to be honest, I mean, set you up. said you are going to pick up two DC books. This might be my Marvel book that I'll pick up and mm-hmm. just start reading. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. This is the trade-off. Yeah, trade-off. Why don't you pick Spider-Man again? But, um, yeah, I mean, my, my only issue with this is I'm hoping it works out as far as the story is concerned is, like, you know, conveniently so, you know, uh, you know, one spider dies in the universe, another one gets his powers. Like, I would have liked to see maybe some overlap. Like, you know, what, world man, without Spider-Man? No, I mean, as far as, like, you know, this kid in New York finds out he has spider-type powers and maybe seeks out Spider-Man before he dies. Or something like, as opposed to, oh, look, he's dead. Oh, conveniently, there's this kid that just gets spider-powers. Just gets Spider-Man. Oh, oh, it's too convenient. Yeah, exactly. That you know. Oh, look, Spider-Man's dead. Oh, this kid just got his spider powers. A little bit strange, but if that's what it is, I mean, yeah, exactly. But and but the thing is, though, is like if he had the powers beforehand and he was living in New York, why didn't he seek out Spider-Man? I got it. Maybe the spider is the same one sought out the kid and was like, "All right, you you have, you have been chosen. You've been chosen. This is gonna hurt a little bit, but it's so, so worth it." That spider is now a cosmic entity. <laughs> I got to warn you, this is Harold. I've been drinking a little bit, so the effects might not be the same. Yeah, <laughs> I have new poison powers. And in the meantime, like, that spider has got this teeny little thing that bit Peter to this gigantic... It's Aragog from... Yeah, uh, it's Aragog from Harry, from Harry Potter. Potter. Aragog's yeah. giant This might hurt a little bit. Ah! Tailed. Size huge. There, there's a giant spider in Harry Potter? Size gargantuan, sir. Oh, that, huge. I don't remember Where that. Where do spiders are this big? No, but he's he's in D&D terms. I know, D&D terms. He's huge. like size huge. He's not gargantuan. Yeah. 10 feet by 10 feet. He's not like 60 feet. No, that's crazy. 15 by 15. Which is huge. That's, yeah, that, right, I'm sorry, yeah, that's huge. Right, large. Can you play role-playing games? You be quiet, sir. No, I, I fucked it up and said huge <laughs> was 10 by 10. I was wrong. All right. All right. Um, no, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this the cosmic spider talking to Miles Morales <laughs> and trying to talk him into... Letting the spider bite him for spider powers. Right, now, let, let's back it up a second. A cosmic spider talking to Miles Morales. Well, you know what? Automatically, when it's the cosmic spider, <laughs> anything can happen after that. Uh, anything can cosmic. happen, yeah. You he's start cosmic. with cosmic, anything goes from there. Okay. 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 So speaks to telepathically. Finds yeah. out about Peter Parker's death. Yeah. Goes on a giant there drinking must be binge, another. Right? Yeah. And then seeks uh, Lizard Man, right? Like, hey, can you can you give me something to kill off the edge, you know, or whatever. Connor. And, yeah, Connor, Dr. Connors. And, and um, he experiments him with a little bit, so now he's got these poison powers. <laughs> right? Then he's like, shit, okay, okay, I'm responsible for, for Peter Parker. I need to, I need to... Not have his death be in vain. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna create the next generation. He goes through the phone books, tries to find people with a, you know, letter like Miles Morales. You know, uh, M&M, <laughs> Peter like, Parker. M&M, yeah, we're Peter Parker. No, there's an O name. No, fuck. And so, what yeah. were what were potential names that were discarded for one reason or another? O-Sign- Nikki Nelson was kicked out because it just didn't sound tough yeah. enough. Yeah, Osiris. 
something? Nick Osiris. Nolte. Nick Nolte was considered. Nick, Nick Nolte was considered. You're like, ah, oh, too old. Too old, yeah. Can't be Spider Man. Too drunk. Nicolas Cage. No. Oh, it doesn't even fit the, the, the name scheme. scheme. Yeah. So as the spider flips through the phone book, well, that was a terrible idea. I'm trying to think of actors, like, real actors that have... But, like, what would a spider have to say to you to convince you to be Spider-Man? The the spider doesn't ask you. He just bites you. It goes for the Charlotte's Web approach. Do you want power? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's like the Legend of the Five Rings approach, where, you know, uh, the the, the scorpion kind of convinces the frog to, to take him across the river... And the frog's like, oh, you're going to see me. I'm going to die. He's like, no, no, no. No, no, it's cool, man. You get chicks like crazy. And then whenever he takes him across the river, the scorpion stings him. He's like, it's in my nature. Sucks for you, bitch. Don't don't they both die in that story? No. Okay, they make it across. I thought thought uh, he stings them midstream. Uh Uh-uh. All right. But anyway, yeah, I think think the spider would be very cunning. I know. No, right. see, that's that's kind of how I see it. The spider would be very manipulative and be like, "Oh yeah, it's it's totally cool, no, man." It'd just, just be a it, stealth bomb. It'd, it'd be just like be like, this. "It'd just be Madam Web." She'd show up. Okay, you're gonna get spider powers, and she's gone. And then, <laughs> end of story. Enough said. That's that's a short comment. See, I imagine though. I imagine it happening first. You know, like they, you know, they like totally sneak up on the kid, stab him. He wakes up and then be like, you know, "Spider powers." No, he's dying and he needs. I need help. And the spider's like, "I have you." Unless unless the spider has some um, experience as a shadow runner. Oh. Like, infiltrates, you know, Miles Morales' like science class and heavily fortified it's science class. Pet. It's yeah. the take home pet. And then all of a sudden, like whenever he's sleeping, like explodes out of there, you know, has nine successes, and then goes and crits on his bed. Darren. Ah, crits on his bed? Yeah. You should have said eight successes. Well, well, it's a spider. I'm not, not thinking that far ahead. You know, you know, what, the, you know what the sound is? You ruining the moment. Whatever. This isn't scripted, so we don't have the yeah. time to put forethought I love all these jokes. theories. I love all these theories. Like, no, 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 how no. he gets poisoned. I imagine he sounds exactly like Anthony does. Very charismatic and charming after, like, three drinks. When I'm loosening up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whenever you're just, like, feeling good hey. in your life. If anybody, if any listener has the opportunity to stalk Anthony. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, wow. And, and see him after a few drinks, he is a charming motherfucker. Yeah, I tell actually, you what. He dances like Michael Jackson, hat down and everything. He's like if Nicolas Cage was really cool and charismatic. <laughs> you mean like Colin You were just called Nicolas Cage, sir. How do you feel? But if it was, if I would, he said if I was Nicolas Cage, but not Nicolas Cage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm the anti-Cage. Yeah, you can't cage this. You're like anti-Venom? You're anti-Cage? I'm the anti-Cage. Put me in Ghost Rider. <laughs> Could work out. <laughs> <Bad-ass>. <laughs> Hell yeah! You'd actually drink and not eat jelly beans. That's right. I'd pay ten bucks to see you. <laughs> my feet, my feet wouldn't touch the bottom of the. Pedals. No, no, Pedals. that's what that's what movie magic is for. It's time to get hey, if they can make Tom Cruise look like a normal person, they can make me look like a normal. Or movie. make Chris we'll Evans you. look like like a skinny little. Like, yeah, see, they made Chris Evans. And we'll give you a trike. <laughs> a trike. I'll 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 tell you right now. I if if I say I had all the money in the world, whatever. Okay. I want a th- uh, like a three wheeler chopper that looks like the Monster Mobile. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's got all the money in the world. Yeah, yeah, but some things you just don't want. No, no, I do want that. No, you, you, With like an extra like little cab in the back up behind me, you know, like it was kind of a like it's essentially the Monster Mobile was kind of like the hillbilly's car, but you know, spookified, and that's what I want. I want. 
I want that. All right, so if, if, so maybe Miles Morales has like a, a chopper, a bike that the spider is attracted to. He's like, I want that bike. I want that bike. How old is this kid? He's no 15, idea. 16. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> maybe he's a dirt bike rider. Hey. Yeah, that's true. He could be a dirt maybe bike rider. Maybe the spider's a chick. Chicks love bikes. See, we're coming about this as though the spider's a dude. Darren, you just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about where she bites him now. No, that's why it's different powers. Yeah, that's why it's different powers. Poison powers. Oh, oh. Yeah, let's just make sound effects and not clarify where they're coming from. Yeah. Oh God, Skittles! Oh, oh, the Skittles! All right. Oh, oh, let's move forward. Yes. Okay. Well, all right. Regardless of uh, of what's happening in the uh, ultimate universe, um, it is the ultimate universe, and as much as people outcry against it, and they say, "Oh, you killed Peter Parker, and now you put this new character in," it's not the Peter Parker who we have grown up with mainly since his inception. Um, <laughs> I said inception. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's it's a, a different universe. Um, a multi universe. Yeah, it's it's a separate it's a separate universe. As DC has their multi universe, their fifty two universes. Um, you know, Marvel has the separation. They have the Ultimate Universe, which is clearly distinct and separate, mm -hmm. and then the rest of the Marvel universe, which from far away looks like an enormous megaverse. Like, everything's happening all the time, at the same time, you know, in the same four blocks of Manhattan. Uh, while DC is a little more clear about, you know, well, this happens on Earth 39. Yeah, Earth Prime, Earth, Earth this, you know, yeah. 13. Um, so, Darren and I were talking a little bit about before about, like, where... Well, is, is one really the better... Uh, to have one universe that is so expansive that everything kind of happens at the same time and you can kind of always weave in and out? Or is it easier because it seems more simple to understand a multiverse where, okay, these things are only happening within these worlds. And even though it looks weird and doesn't make sense with this other book that you're reading, it's okay because it's a separate universe. Well, take it from a sales point of view. I mean, that's the first question I have. Because, I mean, for me, like, I'm reading Green Lantern. But, I mean, do you want somebody just stuck in one little area or do you want them to be all expansive? Well, Green Lanterns roam the cosmos. They're not stuck in one area. They're Well, no, I'm saying, like, like in a book standpoint, do you want to keep uh, a person in a particular area of the Marvel Universe or do you want them to be feel like they're almost obligated to pick up everything to understand what the overall story is? It, it, it's a matter of being stuck in one uh, universes of events. I, I think, okay, from a business standpoint, variety is the spice of life. You want to be able to cater to uh, the multiple customers that you have and they may not see eye to eye with your vision of your characters, so you want to appeal mm -hmm. to to the masses. I think in doing that, it makes following uh, continuity just a little hard. I mean, because now you have oh well, this didn't happen in this universe. It happened in Universe Seventeen, mm -hmm. or it happened in Universe Prime, uh, in in DC's case. And Marvel touched on it. Um, 
um, way back in the late 70s, early 80s with their What If series. Yeah. What if this happened? What if Spider-Man actually murdered somebody? You know, um, and that kind of dabbled into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And for me, personally, I I like a one universe type of feel because... If I want to, if I'm reading, um, if I'm reading Green Lantern, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and and all of a sudden something happens that I don't understand, I I can I can research that I can go okay well it's it's obviously affected the Green Lantern uh, universe or, or Green Lantern uh, aspect and and it's caused from this other thing so I can I can I can research that they research and, it easily and oh yeah and easily and I know that it's starting to make everything fit. With that, of course, you get the the issue of, um, you know, almost having to keep up with everything else to understand your book. Well, yeah, I mean, and that, that for instance, like we have the new Fifty Two starting here in the thirty first, mm-hmm. and I have uh, I looked at the previews and I actually read through all of the number ones, like the little story <laughs> synopsis, and I was like, Good Christ! Like, if I really want to understand everything, because there's a lot of things like we have uh, Supergirl number one and uh, the JLA, uh, I think number two, uh, there is Superman's battling. Supergirl, that's mm-hmm. that's one of the synopsises, but then Superman's also battling Batman. And I'm like, well, how many battles, like, it kind of reminded me of Spider-Man when he had, like, five separate jobs. Where yeah, like, a bunch of books. Fantastic and... Four, he's with the X-Men, he's over here. I'm like, well, how is that character going to get around all these places? And to me, it became overwhelming, and I almost, you know, pushed it aside. Like, I don't want to deal with it's, it. It's true. Um, I think it, it can definitely get confusing when uh, when essentially in a multiverse you've got one character doing multiple things and if you just look at the shelf and you see Spider-Man fighting three different villains and you're kind of wondering well where does he find the time um, but on the flip side that option affords you more stories to read per month mm-hmm. you know it's not oh I only have this one Batman story this this month and I only get one Batman issue a month you know so all I get is one Batman story you know a month now with the you know when you when you go with the multiverse angle well now you can have three Batman or you know more I mean it's the, it can definitely be oversaturated mm-hmm. but um but you can have three Batman stories in, in the month and, you know, really kind of just enjoy reading about that character more. Yeah, yeah. My, um, I don't know, the, the the problem that I have with the multiverse is the fact that, um, yes, it does give freedom for creativity, but I think creators abuse the multiverse. Yeah, there are. Ridiculously. There are. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, because they're starting now to get to the point where they're like, you know, they're telling full stories, mm-hmm. incorporating the multiverses. So you have to, you know, there's these like multiverse crossover kind of things going on. It's it's annoying. Like initially, it was set, you know, it seemed like multiverses were set up so you could expand the stories of a character. Oh yeah. yeah. Now they're using you know they're using them to to you know make the readers invest in more things, and it's just it's. And honestly, like, it, I think the multiverse hurts them creatively to a degree because, you know, they're like, oh, well, we can always just change this around in the multiverse. You know, it's just like, they're not really held accountable for their story choices because they can always change them or manipulate them in some way. Well, comic book companies have uh, have the right to basically go, no, we're not going to tell this story. Oh, yeah. So, 
I, I think what it does, it makes the comic book companies more responsible for the overall vision. Mm-hmm. Case in point, without um, um, the Dark Knight series by Frank Miller, I mean, we wouldn't have that viewpoint of Batman. That's mm-hmm. true. So, and, and, and that's that's kind of my point too, because I mean, uh, for my one of my favorite Batmans was it was a Batman Elseworlds, and it was a noir one. Where it was like it was Batman was Batman, but Dick Grayson was a detective. Yeah, but is is there an Elseworlds multiverse? I I don't know. There's not. It's a one shot. It's it's, Elseworlds is kind of considered among the multiverse. It's it's but there's not a set thing that Elseworlds has been created around. Well, I think it doesn't appeal. Is if you have an Elseworlds issue, a one telling. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a one shot. That's but, it. But take, yeah, and that's fine. But, but the thing is, is Dark Knight. I mean, Dark Knight from Frank Miller. I mean, that's a that's a fine example of something else that's been become almost like candid now because it was such a impactful, you know, impactful, mm-hmm. you know, powerful. It, kind it, of but it wasn't written as a multiverse thing. But it was separated. No, it was, yeah, it was separated from the. It, it, it was a. It was this. Um, you know, independent from the detective and the Batman books. Yeah. It was written separately, and it was written different than the current Batman at the time. Mm-hmm. So very conceivably, it was considered. You know, this is a multiverse uh, Batman. No, this no, is a, this is a Batman of another world because this isn't main continuity Batman. This isn't Detective Comics Yeah, Batman. but the thing, the, the thing is, is it's not Arna Arna in that, it's not, a, that's not its own multiverse. It's a separate story, you know, of, it's an, it's an artist's viewpoint of a specific character outside of the mainline story. So but it's not like Superman was incorporated in that was, universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the yeah, Dark Knight Strikes too. Back, Poison, or not Poison Ivy, um, I was thinking of uh, something else. So, but um, not in that but book, Super, but in the Superman following shows book. Up. Yeah, um, okay. Frank Miller came back and went back to that world to write another story where other characters. So you're saying a multiverse only exists if all the characters are in it, like all. Of yeah, the, the thing is, is like a multiverse should incorporate. I mean, it's a separate world, like the I entire don't think that's world. Necessary. No, that's not necessary because a part of the multiverse, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. uh, Superman doesn't exist on one of them. Like, what if a world without Superman? I mean, that's like mm-hmm. a separate. What's like a what if? But that's but it's, it's in a different world. Even the what ifs could be different universes. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I but it's not. That's not part of the canon multiverse. No, that canon are the monthly books that come out every month. Yeah, and, and even then, there's some variation. And that, and uh, that's the that's the discussion point here. Is do you want that one universe, the megaverse, where everything there, there's no side abstract stories. It's everything that is written there, is of yeah, that one history. One Spider-Man. There's one Magneto. There's not you know different yeah. Magnetos with different paths. Or is your flavor to have you know, multiple universes mm-hmm. where there's multiple histories of different characters. You know, there's multiple histories for Kyle Rayner. There's um, Batman Beyond is considered a different uh, universe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I mean, you're all for Batman Beyond, so you kind of at least accept that multiverses have a place. Well, the thing is, is come from the that. thing is, is um, Batman Beyond is set up in such a way to where it's. A I mean, it's continuing. Future. It's continuing from what's happened. It's a possible future, but the thing is, is because the books currently... I mean, like, right now, where does Batman Beyond even sit with a new 52? Like, like where is it, is it coming from? Well, as far as I know, it's not... As, as far as I know, it's gone. No, it's coming back. Oh, uh, it is coming back. Good for you. Um, Good for everyone, because Batman Beyond... Yeah, Batman's Beyond's rad. That's right. I mean, my, my, issue, my issue with the multiverse is this. Is, I mean, it's like... 
You know, I mean, it's easy for them to kill off Peter Parker because they have this other thing over here. Because it's a side thing. Yeah, he's like locked and loaded somewhere else. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, instead of instead of taking the time to really, you know, take advantage of, you know, things, they just kind of like ride on multiple, you know, it's, instead of killing off a character and seeing how the world would react... I mean, I mean, like with this with this Spider-Man thing, like they're immediately bringing in a new Spider-Man. You well, know, I mean, but obviously this was the plan. It's it's not a reaction. They knew that they were going to kill Spider-Man and bring another Spider-Man in right away. That's, I mean, that was yeah. In and the, to in me, the plot it, point. it just seems. I mean, it's just uh, it's like they kill. I mean, are they killing Peter Parker off to make room for a new Spider-Man, or is this you know are they bringing in a new Spider-Man based on? The death of this one. Well, okay. From from a business perspective, you have a, a best-selling book. I would say Ultimate Spider-Man is the best-selling book in the Ultimates line. Yes. Um, in the Ultimates line, yes. Yeah, in the yes. Ultimates line. And so, from a business perspective, you're going to kill off your character, and then you're not going to publish the book anymore? No, you would want to ride out that momentum, ride out the popularity, and if this has already been planned, predestined by the original writer... I wouldn't say that it's a, a jump in the shark to just immediately go, oh, now we're going to have this kid. I mean, like we said before, let's see how it goes. I think I think my ultimate vision would be to have one, one universe. I, at least, to me, that adheres more towards the fan on a continuity issue, but it does lack versatility. Um, I mean, Marvel and DC, neither one of them do it. Um, and I think really it's because of the cast of those worlds is so huge. It's difficult to tell all these stories and for fans to understand um, that these are all happening at the same time. Like it's just, well, yeah, like it just so much. Just like the Blackest Night, you guys told me it's like that was one night. I'm like, what? No. You know, it was like twelve books long. Well, you know what actually might be interesting to see? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you take a, a company like DC, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we'll take if, if they actually had it to where these twelve titles are in one universe, these twelve titles are in another. Universe. Oh, and maybe banner them so you knew. Yeah, that'd like be kind of interesting. If you bannered them to where you had you knew these selected titles are in this one universe, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah, that actually might help out the fans. I mean, it would be a different approach to it. Yeah, I could, I could, I could. I think that'd be pretty. Cool. I would jump. Graphically, you could that. tailor books visually so yeah, people yeah. could know. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but it, but it almost makes it easier to catch the whole spectrum to where it's not. Hey, I have these other fifty-two titles. I need to catch up on and, and figure out how each one impacts the other. Mm-hmm. Well, I have these twelve, and maybe three of the book, three in the series, I like. You know, all right. Well, let's see what the others have in store. Mm-hmm. And and if you like the history, you like the realm. Maybe that actually might lead you into well, what's another history like. And it would at least maybe manage the histories a little bit better than than they're currently done. For I mean, most companies. I mean, I think I'm on board to a one world thing. Like, I mean, because I've said in, in, in earlier podcasts, like I would like to see Batman dead. I would like to see, you know, his little bat minions that are everywhere. You know. I wouldn't call them bad well, minions. Well, you know what I'm saying. The I mean, bad it's family. Like, you know, then incorporated. You know, I mean, them yeah. picking up. You know, you yeah, know, and, and them being held accountable for. You know, you know now I'm, that it's gone. I'm sure they'll tell that story, but you know, that story could exist in the multiverse. Well, and, and going back to a business perspective, which I think we need to really keep that in mind, you're taking one of your number one selling properties, and you're going to go, okay, you know what? We're not going to do anything with Bruce Banner anymore because Bruce Banner's dead. 
That's it. So, and if you want to remain uh, um, diligent in that viewpoint, you know, and, and that's it. We're not bringing them back. No way, no how. You know, you're going, well, in you're a way, going for it, X amount of years. Why did you go? Why did you go to Bruce Banner? I'm curious. Or um, wait, oh, Bruce. Wayne. Okay, okay. Bruce, sorry. Well, Bruce Wayne technically did die. I mean, well, I guess he was shot by Darkseid. Yeah, yeah. He was shot by Darkseid. He But I think I think that is a perfect example of how the the companies want to get the impact of the death, but they don't want to reap the financial repercussions of that. Or you don't how about kill your prize? Well, the thing is this. Or how about this? How about they lead in because the way the way Batman Beyond is set up, you know, um, um. You know, Batman makes this, t- you know, high tech suit, and you know, I mean, it it taxes his heart, it overtaxes his body. I think he was just old. Huh? Well, and he had broken this, back from Bane. Right? He's old now. How old is Batman? Well, now he's back in his twenties. Yeah, um, but no, before he was, he was, <laughs> I mean, he was estimated about in his thirties. But I'm saying this is this is what I'm getting. It's like you know, I mean, you know, have him age. Realistically, you know, say he's in his late, you know, late forties, early fifties. He makes this suit, you know, because he's, you know, he's not as strong as he used to. He's not all these things, so he makes a suit to compensate for that, and it overtaxes his heart. And he gets in a situation where he, you know, was forced to pick up a gun. To I mean, but that's that's essentially why you have the Batman Beyond. But what I'm so getting at is what I'm getting at is doing that early, you know, do that in this. So he falls out. He's like, I'm not, I can't do this anymore. So he's out of the game, and then everyone else I think picks I, up. I think moves like that encourage a multiverse. Because, I mean, people... Okay, you have the new new character. Okay, You're essentially proposing the Batman Beyond's uh, storyline be moved ahead. So, with no, that... No, what it happened in like, continuity? No, beca- yeah, happen in continuity, because yeah, yeah. that would happen... Because the difference between when he drops off, the, drops off the map, you know, like 20, 30 years later... Is when Batman Beyond picks up. Yeah, you're essentially wanting to move it ahead. So with that, I think that encourages multiversing because all of a sudden, then you got questions like, okay, well, in their prime, who would win? Who would win more? All right. Well, what are the stories does Batman have to tell? You know, well, what mean, other? To take it for instance, maybe for another multiverse kind of approach. I mean, we had Kingdom uh, Kingdom Come. Yeah. And they're trying to implement that as canon now. But where does that fit with Batman Beyond? Because you had Batman, he was pretty aged in there, but he had Robo-Batmans running around as opposed yeah. to Terry McGinnis. All right, so Ant, what, what's, what, what's your final take on it? Megaverse or multiverse? Um, I like, you know, like, I like having the one continuity, um, and, and this is essentially, I mean, it's, it's the canon. It's the center of, you know, everything else that you read. But I really like like alternate universes and different takes. Is Age of the po- uh, of Apocalypse considered a multiverse, or is that um, Marvel? Well, Marvel isn't as clear about their multiverse. Um, like that was an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. So well, I really don't know what they. I know really... that one's supposed to be really popular. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the Age of Apocalypse was huge. It, it's supposed to be considered canon, as far as I understand. How's it canon though? Because it's the it's the world that Cable and Bishop. No, 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 not, not, no, not Age of Apocalypse. That's like Days of Future Past. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry Age of Apocalypse is the one with. Uh, no, that's the that's the uh, the uh, apocalypse. Uh, yeah. The raining and, and, and yeah. Xavier yeah, died. Yeah. That's yeah, alternate. Yeah, 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 sorry. That's all. No, alternate. that's an alternate universe. I was thinking Days of Future um, Past. But I like those different stories. You know, yeah. I like the the Dark Knight 
um, books and those things that don't fit in the canon. If you stick with one universe, then essentially you can't you can't tell these other stories without explaining them by saying they exist someplace else. Mm-hmm. They don't exist in these books you normally read. So because I like that variety, I I'm, I'm all for multiverse. Hey Darren, do you want to go ahead? Um, I I mean I'm in favor of uh, of a one universe. If if they were ever to do. Um, uh, a multiverse aspect, maybe similar to what I described, like having set issues be in one one realm, that might influence me more. But if I had to choose right now, I would say or one megaverse. That's what I meant. I'm kind of leaning towards the multiverse. Uh, and of course, me being a DC guy kind of makes it easier. I've kind of kind of grasped. Yeah. I even read Crisis. <laughs> You're familiar um, with it. Yeah, I'm familiar with it enough to know that you know what verses are which, and I kind of like them. I mean, we had uh, that's a crime syndicate was one of the multiverse, yeah. and that's one that I actually kind of enjoyed. You know, so I'm cool with it. Uh, though I do kind of feel you, it can be abused. It can be abused because I hate when they do that shit where they're like, "Oh, well, that's a multiverse," and you're like, "Okay, that's a cop out answer." Can we like? Jason Todd coming back. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. It's just very bizarre. Batwoman. But there are those stories, though, where you're like, fuck. You know, like, I mean... They're like, good stories, yeah. Yeah, the noir Batman one. That one was one of my all-time favorites. All-Star you know? Superman. All-Star Superman. You know, these kind of books that really push the boundaries with these characters that we all know and love. So, mm-hmm. I'm kind of multi... Well, I mean, honestly, it's, it's... It's hard to say in the sense because, like, I'm not sure that comic books... I mean, all comic books are multiversed. Really? Well, they don't exist in our realities. If if you take it from that perspective, no, it's, I'm not saying as far as like. Real? I'm no. not saying from like a real, you know, real perspective. I'm saying like, That's you know, I mean, Marvel doesn't have just one world. You know, DC doesn't have just one. world. No, there's the two. Image expansive. doesn't. But it used to be. It used to be one. Back at, oh yeah, one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. At well, one point, 30, it did. 40 one years ago. Just New York, though. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, so I mean, I the, the thing. I mean, I would like to have a one world in the. Re- I mean. It's it's honestly like it would cut down business wise. It would cut down on a lot of their stuff, and they wouldn't have all these things to put out. They would have a set, you know, focus forward storyline. And honestly, it puts it puts um, a certain degree of integrity into what they're doing. You know, it's like you have one story to tell for this character. What are you going to do? You know, how can you recover? You know, it's like. I mean, I mean, it, it puts it puts repercussions to things that you do, and honestly, like it helps you. I mean, you could end. I mean, this happens in a lot of our D and D game sessions. You know, you get to a point where, like, you know, a character will die. You know, and you know, we ask them. It's like, you know, do you want to be resurrected? And you can choose. I mean, some people would rather have that fantastic death. You go out like a champ. Yeah. You know, then, then to come ask. back. I mean, it's just like. It's. I mean, I don't know. I, I would like to see, and I think honestly, it's something that comic books need to do if they're going to survive. Like instead of, you know, I mean, how much how much of DC's costs could be could be you know subdued without all these alternate things going on. I mean, true, and I mean, and there's something to be said about the deaths too. I mean, DC, you know, used its you know its trump card, which was the Blackest Night, to explain the deaths, and they can't do that again. No. It's not. It's not going to fly the second time. In the yeah. new universe, though, they've said that death is going to be a, 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 a serious thing. It's it's not going to get willy nilly again. Doesn't every comic book company say that though? Yeah, they do. Well, yeah, but uh, I don't know. And, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, we're just being told the same things all the time. And this relaunch, 
is, I mean, it's nothing new to comic books. It's just never been done on this scale. Yeah. Things get reset all the time. So, I mean, I mean, the comic book industry, I think, really does need to learn that, like, you need to tell one story and follow through mm-hmm. with that. Otherwise, you're just going to get where you are now, where, you know, you're backed up with all these alternate things. And um, So, I mean, that's, that's going to essentially wrap it up. You know, it's comic books so diverse that, you know, if, if the megaverse is what you want, there's plenty of books out there that exist within the megaverse. Multiverses, and there's plenty that you know involve multiverses. Something for everybody. We could have a multiverse where uh, Derek is the host. That's true. We can do that. Bizarro world. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I want to drop some knowledge. Ooh. All right. All right. So the Laird of Lore is going to be dropping down some knowledge. So once again, send your uh, answers to comicissues at gmail dot com. These answers go for fifty points. And if you want to see what those points can be used towards, uh, check out our page at pixelatedgeek.com slash giveaways um, to see what you can use your points for. So the, today's trivia question is, who is the new artist for um, Ultimate Spider-Man with the introduction of Miles Morales? So once again, send your replies to comicissues at gmail.com. And good luck to everybody. Well, actually, we had some winners too, uh past couple of weeks. We did have some winners. Do you want to mention some people who keep um, on... Per, uh, Caroline Rhodes and uh, Dean Del Mar have been pretty consistent. Yeah, trivia. They're, Get, they're getting really in there. The they're, they're racking in all the points. They're the what? alum. They're, they're our alum. They're, you know what? They're, they're working harder. Yeah. yeah, they are. You know, and if you if you want your, your piece of the pie for points, come on. Get on it. Bring it on. Wednesday, every Wednesday, podcast comes out. Have a listen, get a chuckle, answer some questions, and get 50 points. Yeah, but that's not the only giveaway we got going right now. That's not. Uh, also, meow, meow. this week through next week, this day, uh, next week, Wednesday, the, we're the 20, still running. The 24th will be the end of this contest. We're running the Dr. Mew contest, where all you got to do is just uh, share the link that we'll, we'll even repost for you, because maybe it's buried in your in your Facebook wall. Yeah. Uh, you repost our link for the Dr. Mew uh, contest giveaway and interview with Jenny Parks. And then uh, that's one entry which you can you can win. And just if you, if you got a Twitter, go over to Twitter and retweet uh, our... I'm entering the Dr. Mew's contest or giveaway. It's actually, it's on the post. It's yeah. it, You can find it very easily. All the details to the contest. And we actually are asking the biggest question. You, you know what the biggest question is, right, Ann? Everyone should know the biggest question. Who's your favorite primary care physician? Yeah, that's <laughs> important. Wow. It's wow. important. <laughs> it's true. It's, it is true. It's not to be taken lightly. <clears throat> not, never. No. And ask Very questions when you're at the doctor. Serious question. Yeah. When you're at the doctor's office, ask questions. It's your health we're talking yeah. about. Well, well and, and, and if it's a Doctor Who question, I mean, it's universal health care, right? So, <laughs> it's so, universal. And, and temporal? <laughs> temporal yeah. and universal? Temp- yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'll buy it. Anyway. Anyways, the question though is who who is your favorite doctor? And right now, you know, it, it's seeming like Tenet is kind of Tenet by by Miles uh, seems to be the favorite with a surprising nope. Eccleston. Yeah. Eccleston, yeah, he was. Eccleston uh, has a large following. I love that guy. And, for for two seasons, I'm pretty surprised. Yeah, and, and you know, I was actually surprised too. We had a couple of bakers, so yeah. But what's the what's the longevity of like the average longevity of one doctor? Like what's the average? As long as he wants to keep playing that part. Yeah, well, but, uh, but I mean, Tenet did it, like it for three. Was it three? I think it might be more. Than I thought it was more. Two, yeah. three, and four. Oh, interesting. 
yeah, I guess so. So about three seasons. Three seasons, but their seasons are kind of short though. They're kind yeah. of different. So don't the, you feel a little the British cheated, seasons? Though? Like, um, I you know what yes. the stories. I don't feel cheated. I, I don't know, but in terms of personal investment, I mean, mind you, I'm not. Uh, I have not dabbled into the realm of Doctor Who, yet. but if if <laughs> yet. But if I was to be invested in it, and the character that, that I had liked, two seasons goes by and he's gone, like, I'd feel a little cheated. Well, well I, I felt cheated when Eccleston left. I was like, oh my god, well, where's my doctor? They're not, they're not really, like, taken away from you and changed off screen. It's always a big thing when they change the doctors. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a story you really get involved in. And you cry. Um, I mean, it's, it's, also, it's also, you know, uh, an actor's choice, too, you know, like... Tenant, Tenant would have been the doctor forever, but you know, as an actor, you want to try different things. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess. So, yeah, it's it's a bummer. But the contest is still going on. Yep. You retweet uh, our post uh, from the from the interview. That's an entry. You uh, share the link on Facebook. That's a separate entry. That's two entries you could get to get the lovable Doctor Mew signed poster from Jenny Parks that we got at Comic Con. Sent right to your home. It's uh, it's really it's an awesome, adorable little picture that'll really fit any wall on your house. It'll just brighten up any room with its muteness. Man, it's like it's like rainbows and kittens. Yes, it's well, literally, yeah, literally, it's literally it is like kittens. rainbows and kittens. Yeah. You got the Tom Baker scarf, you know, and that's like a rainbow and just a bunch of kittens. Uh, the likenesses are really amazing. If you haven't seen it already. Go to the website www.comic-issues.com uh, and and find the article. We've got the image right there. It's it's a real fun little gift that we're giving away, uh, and so easy to, so easy to join. I think we should also mention our monthly renders. And by mm-hmm. by a, a local listener, um, we actually got the suggestion to take a, a comic book character, putting them in an anime universe. That's right. We told you we listened to you. We got a listener who suggested the topic, and we're like, yes, we totally dig it. Oh, yeah. When we heard that topic, we were into it. Yeah. Something fierce. Even for mm-hmm. those of you guys who like me into- who aren't in, in, in anime that much. But I'm <laughs> for those of you guys, mainly myself. Mainly myself. <laughs> but, but Leland, Leland's not into anime either. You know, so it's a little bit of a struggle for him. Yeah, yeah. Him and I, him and I are going to try to do the best renders that we can. And you guys are going to do the best renders ever. Probably. I know it. Yes, sir. Uh, but be sure to keep an eye out that for the last Wednesday of the month, the monthly renders uh, always come out along with the podcast. And feel free to join in. Yeah, if um, you want to participate, go ahead, throw us something. We'll post it up on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, and if, you have a, if you have a DeviantArt, you can submit it to our Comic Issues uh, DeviantArt group. Yeah. You can find us there. And if you're not already, you could always find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. All links within the post here uh, for today. And if you have a suggestion for the monthly renders, just email it to us. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, anything. All suggestions are welcome. Absolutely, anything you want us to talk about, any you know, ideas for renders. Yeah, I mean, the point is that this is your podcast too. Yeah, you know, come absolutely. In, give us some ideas. We'll talk about it. Uh, so, topic ideas, render ideas. Anything, anything you want to, to tell us, tell us, tell us what you don't like about us. Tell us what needs to be fixed. You know, we'll we'll listen, we'll cry, we'll come together, we'll eat a big gallon of ice cream, we'll we'll watch something with uh, Rocky Rock. <laughs> we'll watch the Goonies. Wow. 
And we'll come back and uh, yes, know, we'll, improve, we'll, we'll improve uh, the podcast for you. Not like chunks. Not, not chunk. <laughs> it doesn't just like chunk. Yeah, no, chunk. chunk. <laughs> Inappropriately, maybe. Oh, dear. I Neverland Ranch? It, it was holding up a rock at times. So. It was. It was It was intimidating. So that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. <laughs> um, be sure to come back next week where the next fun good time episode of comic issues will launch until then i'm anthony silva i'm darren caldemeyer andrew and we'll see you guys later later on